Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. We head into the Blues Booth, presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Head out to the Valley of the Sun, where Jamie Rivers is standing by. Blues and Coyotes tonight. Then the Blues will come home right after the game for Thanksgiving. Uh, Rivs, good morning. How you doing? Good, guys. How you doing? We're doing outstanding. The Blues only one point ahead of Arizona. And Arizona, clearly better than they have been in years past. But should they be competitive with this edition of the Blues? Well, you know, Bill Armstrong, the GM of the Coyotes, what he's finally done is he's tried to create a competitive team. And it's not that it's been on Bill Armstrong. It's just the organization, as anybody knows, has been kind of in turmoil for many years, whether it's been ownership to whether they're, they have rank or not, to which they really don't right now. They're, they're playing out of the ASU rank and just lots of things to where they were tanking and Finally, Bill Armstrong has added some stability to this roster. He's added some really good veterans to this group. He's got some really good young players as well. So he's created more of a balanced team, something to where the young players can start to develop with other veteran players. So this team is its better than the Arizona Coyotes have been for a long time, uh, but certainly you know, not where anybody would like them to be. But it's a competitive team. It's a tough team. Rivs, from your personal standpoint, is there a better arena name in the league than Mullet Arena? <laughs> no. And Mullet Arena takes the cake. In fact, quite honestly, if I was the Coyotes, I would have had it mandated all of my players have mullets, specifically uh, now that we play on a Mullet Arena. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so funny. Jamie, you had a mullet back in the day, right? Well, uh, kind of. Several versions of it. I did have the mullet going. I didn't quite have the Billy Ray Cyrus achy breaking heart <laughs> mullet going, um, but I did. I did have the old Kentucky waterfall there for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> and it was glorious, by the way. It was glorious. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, Jamie, I know that they're closing out the road trip tonight, but the West Coast portion of this road trip. What was your takeaway? Obviously, you didn't like what you saw losing the Kings in that manner and the Sharks, and then you were able to come away with a win against the Ducks. I feel like we're still just trying to figure out which version of the Blues we should be believing right now. Well, I think they are too. Quite honestly, you know, and this is this is the type of season that it could be for the Blues team. Is you're going to have pockets to where the wheels fall off a little bit. And, you know, what I think the difference is this year is I, I feel like the leadership group, and including the coaching staff, are on top of it. And, you know, it, it wasn't pretty in San Jose. It wasn't great in L.A. Those, those were two games where you just didn't start the game properly. You gave up, you know, bundles of goals at a time, and nobody likes that. But then, you know, credit to the leadership, you turn it around quickly. And you do you play a much better game in Anaheim. The, the Blues team that played in Anaheim was much more the team that we, you know, have seen recently, where they're good on the forecheck, strong defensively, taking away the blue line, 
all of those things were present in Anaheim and they weren't in the two, the two games before that. And look, to me, it's, it's not always going to be a work of art this year. It's not going to be a dominant team for most, for all the season, but all I, the things that I like to see are that a team can rebound from what they're doing and that the same things don't just keep presenting themselves over and over again. That shows me that it's a team that recognizes where they're, you know, they're deficient and then recognizes that they have to play better and that they change and, and do something different in order to win the hockey game. So I, I like that part of it. Jamie, maybe I'm just putting too much stock into the power play here, but say if they do figure out things with the power play, maybe that could be the key to finding more consistent play for the Blues. Would that be fair? Oh, God, yes, Brooke. The power play has been, I mean, I don't care who you ask about it. There's no way you can put lipstick on the pig at this point because it's just been not great. But you're right. Honestly, like if power play is clicking at even an, an average pace, this team probably has two, maybe three more victories this year because there's been pivotal times where the power play has failed them to where, you know, it's made the difference in the game. So I'm right there with you. If this power play can figure it out, to which, you know, they were working on it again yesterday, and, you know, nobody's given up on it. That's for sure. There's too many talented players involved. But if this power play can get clicking, it can be a big difference. Seems like it's going to be easier to figure the power play out with Buchnevich in the lineup and playing the way he's capable of. Yeah, Pavel Buchnevich is great. You know, he's, he's a two-way player, plays in all situations, and he's a guy you're going to need on your power play. In fact, you need all these guys. And one thing to remember this year is you might also need guys that aren't your stereotypical power play guys. You might need them to be on the power play too. Last game, you know, in, in Anaheim, we saw at times Oscar Sundquist was out there. Jake Neighbors got a chance, and Jake Neighbors will be elevated in the lineup tonight. He's going to play with Braden Shen and Brandon Sodge for the game, so that's good to see. But you're going to see guys who you know are willing to get to the front of the bat, willing to battle, willing to do little things, puck retrievals, all that stuff. Those guys are going to get an opportunity too, until this Blues team figures out the power play to where they can you know, compete on a regular basis. Rivs, not based on production or being a hockey player right now, but based on the skill set that you see from Jake Neighbors, where does he slot in? Is he a top six guy, middle six guy? He's, he's got the ability. Every, everybody knows he's got the ability to be a fourth-line guy. But what's his ultimate upside in terms of just the skill set that he has, if he achieves what yeah. he's capable of? Yeah, I think that on, on a contending team, he's a middle six guy. And, you know, I just think to put him on a top line, like, you know, he's just not there for me yet. And he... He may never be. That's fine. Not every player plays on the top line. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think with his ability, he, you know, he could play second, third line on a regular basis throughout his NHL career. You know, Jake, Jake's got a, a, great, a great mind for the game. And he's a little bit of a throwback too, Randy, to where like, he's not afraid to get involved. He's got that old school mentality. He'll get to the front of the net. He'll get physical. But when you watch him out there, he handles the puck so smoothly, and he makes passes. He can obviously he can score goals. He's got goals in two straight games now. So I I think he's somewhere he's somewhere in that middle six on a competitive team. 
Well, enjoy the 77-degree sunny day <laughs> in Phoenix today. Uh, we've got, uh, let, let me, I can tell you what you're missing. Dreary. Yeah, 42 and dreary here, big brother. <laughs> well, Randy, I apologize. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, just the other day I was walking down Venice Beach and threw out a towel oh. on the beach and sat by the ocean and got a little bit of a tan, so I'm sorry. Oh, I must no. <laughs> uh, you know what? Jamie. No, I wish you would have gotten a burn. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Take care. Thank you. That is uh, our buddy Jamie Rivers, co-host of the Fast Lane here on 101 ESPN. And you'll see him tonight with John Kelly on Bally Sports for the Blues and the Coyotes. I